0: There's no place like home for the holidays, whether you're Christian or whatever.
1: Well, you're not home. You're at my house. No, we're at your
0: house, and um, yeah, this is about what I'm one of your hosts, Ty, along here with my co-host Justin. Justin, hello. Yeah, hi, Justin.
1: Hi, Ty. You know what this uh, this setup's going to work out nicely. Yeah, we're our little uh, home basement studio here. We. We kind of set it up in a rush before, didn't we? And mm-hmm. and we, it was nice and it worked really well, but we had cords all over the place and yeah, yeah it's kind of hard to get in and out of the room. Yeah, it, but it's a lot
0: uh, more what you can just slide right into it. Like we slid into today's episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of how we do everything.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a style of a way of living your life.
1: So we're getting closer hmm to the Christmas
0: yep day it, day it, yeah we're uh well we're we're less than two weeks off aren't we yeah
1: and I yeah. and I know we talked about this last week but we're at the point where I'm okay with Christmas trees and Christmas yeah. music and mm-hmm. everything I'm good with it now yeah, for a that, couple of weeks that's exactly why I opened with a song <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of weird the way I mean you weren't singing it you just no. kind of opened with a statement of the song true yeah,
0: yeah we got all kinds of holidays for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Happy Hanukkah. Shalom. Shalom la Fom. And
1: Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Yeah. Yes. And Festivus for the rest of us. And college football bowl season. That, If you're into that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. That's a religion
1: in and of itself. Then what about the World Cup?
0: Oh, the World Cup is, uh, that's beyond a religion. That's a cult. Yeah.
1: I think it's kind of ridiculous. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't pay attention to it. I don't like soccer yeah, or so-called football, as you call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it's probably one of the most boring sports there are. And good evidence is I, I seen the score come across. I think it was the USA's first game. Mm-hmm. It was a barn burner. Finished the game zero to zero. Yeah. I'm like, God, that had to have been fun to go to. Mm-hmm. To just watch that ball yeah. go
0: back and forth across the field. Never quite getting into either goal.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I really compare it to hockey in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Other than the field is five times the size. The and goals, the, the,
0: the fights are less violent,
1: well, less frequent. That, that's kind of what I was getting at is at least there's some excitement in hockey. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they're going at it and, and you know, you don't see them end in zero zero very often. I mean, I know right. it happens, but... I personally don't think any professional or, well, sport of any kind mm-hmm. should be able to end in a zero zero tie.
0: Yeah, for heaven's sakes. Even golf has some sort of a score.
1: Yeah. Well, and not only should it not be able to end in a tie, or I mean a zero zero, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be able to end in a tie. Yeah. To me, you know, you got people that pay a lot of money to go to these things. Mm-hmm. How would you want to sit through three, four hours of game and nobody scores, nobody wins, and you go yeah. home? I mean, shouldn't you get a ticket for the next game for free? Which is
0: exactly why I call it a cult and not a religion because it's it's out there.
1: Oh, because it makes as much sense as religions. Well, these get well these guys like like I said, you
0: know, college football that's a religion, but World Cup like football, if uh, I don't even know what accent that was, but um, yeah, that. You've got people that are dedicated so hardcore into this whole thing that even if the score is zero zero or if it ends in a tie, they're still happy and they're still following
1: it. Well, I'll have to challenge you a little bit there when you're talking about a cult or a religion. I don't see a difference between the two, and if you can tell me a difference, I'll I'll listen. But uh, time. How how, long, how much time has passed between the charismatic
0: leaders passing away and the current day?
1: So, once we forget how it was founded and what principles it was founded on, and some of them are swept under the rug, mm-hmm. like a lot of religions we're very yeah. familiar with, mm-hmm. then it can become a religion because people can't remember it's a cult?
0: Yeah. It also seems like there needs to be some sort of pageantry or some sort of like... Uh, gaudiness. they need some special hats. I, I, I think hats make things, or at least some sort of special wear.
1: The cult or the religion? Uh, the religion, like once again, I still do not understand the difference between the two. Okay, like the Heaven's Gate cult, mm-hmm.
0: they had uh, white hoodies and uh, uh, was it Nikes that they were wearing?
1: Something like that, yeah, yeah,
0: or maybe it was Reebok, I can't remember.
1: They're they're the ones who were waiting for the spaceship, right? Yeah,
0: they're the ones that committed suicide en masse to jump on the spaceship as the Hailbop comet came around.
1: Which that's crazy, as opposed to owning your own planet when
0: you die. True.
1: Yeah. So, hey, I mean, there's as much proof. <laughs> <laughs> both of them, you know, both of them have well, as much evidence.
0: Yeah, they. I guess not, because I mean, when Halebop came and went. We could observe it, no yeah. so, I mean, unless they change dimension,
1: that's one theory. Well, it's one theory, but I mean that—that's the funny thing about religion yeah. is there's completely not,
0: untestable, right?
1: There's nothing. Yeah, I mean, and you think about the people that have died mm-hmm. and claim they they saw God and everything like that. Which, keep mm-hmm. in mind, that's how a lot of religions were formed—not by people dying, but people seeing and talking to God, right. right? Yeah. Well, when it happens now, someone dies and they see and talk to God. We, we think you're a crazy son of a bitch. Yeah. all. The
0: neurons just really shorted out on
1: you for a second there. I mean, but no you, it, yeah, but you can also see and talk to God when you take acid. So, absolutely. You know, how do we know that's not the true dimension? You know, how do we know psychedelics don't actually put us in that other dimension where we see things as they truly are? Maybe psychedelics are kind of like
0: the, um, corrective eyeglasses for the third eye.
1: Well, or do you mean I'm starting
0: to dabble in things that I really don't the know tenth, anything about
1: the 10th sense? Yeah. The 10th sense, you know, cause we only know everything in a, essentially in a three dimensional world, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, there could be other dimensions and then there's that theory, which we're going to do a whole yeah. episode on this is mm-hmm. that we're living in a, Yeah. Uh, living in a sim.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, and if that's the case, our god might be some young child form mm-hmm. playing us in sure. a game, controlling us right now. And
0: that's sick and twisted and completely plausible.
1: I, I don't find it much different than the theory of a god. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, kind of strange.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, although... If you keep up that attitude, Justin, you probably won't get anything for Christmas.
1: Well, it's a good thing I don't expect anything. Oh, yeah. I, I prefer, I mean, first of all, let's be honest. I'm old enough now if mm-hmm. I want something and I can afford something. You don't need Santa Claus to drop
0: it down your chimney. No, I'd buy it. Yeah. Like a
1: real man. My wife and I, we don't do gifts anymore for birthdays, for Christmas, for anything. Mm-hmm. We, well, that's actually a lie we don't exchange gifts at Christmas, but we always plan like a little trip or a little getaway or something. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll go on that and we'll buy us a new pair of sunglasses or, or something like that, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. you just, because, you know, and it's the same thing with my family, you know, for years, we exchanged gifts and it got to the point where we're exchanging, you know, hundred dollar gift cards to the same stores or something like it gets that. Ridiculous, yeah. Man. And it's just kind of like, yeah why are we doing this and so my family and i we kind of come together and said let's not do this anymore now we just do a little fun little white elephant gift uh it's like a game where you pass them all around or Mm -hmm. something every time somebody says the word shit or something yeah i've i've had some really
0: fun white elephant exchanges in the past and it's it's one of my favorite things because i go to like dollar stores or like thrift stores or something and i find I look for the most unusual, bizarre looking thing. And one year I found, I went to Dollar Tree and found this little action figure of Samson with the jawbone of an ass included. I mean, wow! <laughs> this thing looked like a little G.I. Joe sized thing, action figure of kind of a Tarzan looking guy with long hair and uh, you know, no beard or anything. And, you know, bare chested. He was wearing some sort of loincloth and he had a, jawbone of an ass so that was included with it, and I got that in exchange, or gave it to a white elephant gift. It was great. People that's,
1: loved it. That's interesting. Makes me wonder why Jesus doesn't have a lot of action figures. I don't know. No, we need more Jesus action Is it because on. we weren't quite sure what color he was?
0: Uh, maybe, but well, I mean, if you if notice this year, you're getting a lot more uh, Black
1: Santa. That's where I was going to go. Yeah. I, I've seen a Black Santa before, mm-hmm. but this year... He's everywhere. It's a craze. Now, yeah. I'm I'm waiting for the Chinese Santas, or mm-hmm. I should say Asian Santas, yeah. or to the come into play, or the Latino mm-hmm. Santas, or uh, what else do we have? The Islanders? Yeah, the Islanders Santa. I mean, by... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to think. I mean, I'm I'm not even a touch racist. In fact, if mm-hmm. I am at all, it's probably against white people. Okay. Just, Just because... Honkies suck. Yeah, and, and that's really who I spend my time around. So, mm-hmm. you know, but but why why all of a sudden the Black Santa? I don't know, because
0: like Santa Claus being white has never been a problem before. Um, but well, all of a I, sudden, it's, you know, everybody needs a, a Santa or a Jesus or a
1: god or something that looks just like them. Yeah, and I get it to a certain point, but doesn't that kind of exemplify the fact that it's fake? That's why
0: I really like the... um I don't know the, the name of the Hindu god that's got, like, all those arms, but he's blue. So...
1: I like that, <laughs> the fact that yeah. you've got a God that looks nothing like a, a, a human being. Well, I, I just don't get, you know, let's say a kid goes to a store and there's black Santas and white Santas, and let's say at some point they end up with Asian ones. Now, I don't know how they're going to do that mm-hmm. without um, <laughs> without it seeming
0: racist. I guess it's, it really gets racist when uh, you go up there and say, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Yeah,
1: well, I, I'm just saying, you know, heroes or whatever they may be. Let's say, oh, let's say Michael Jordan. You know, yeah. <laughs> do the white kids have to have a white Michael Jordan? Do the no? We had Larry Bird <laughs> <laughs> or John Stockton. But or... you do. You know what I mean? It, it's just like somebody that can Santa not just continue to be white since he historically for everyone every Mm -hmm. color race and whatever as far as i know yeah has been a white man but Mm -hmm. i and i don't care if he is you know that doesn't bother me one way or another but it it seems like um
0: black people or people that are really hung up on on that like hollywood does all the time they remake a movie that originally had a white cast mm -hmm. with a black cast and so you know the um, holiday season, the bishop's wife, had, starred Cary Grant, Loretta Young, David Niven, and then they uh, did a remake. In uh, let's see, I think this was in the '90s, starring Denzel Washington as uh, the in the role of Cary Grant's
1: character, yeah. and then Whitney Houston. And well, that that's a ways yeah. off, though. I mean, you can't expect most people to remember the original. You know, I mean, true but i mean it was i like them both yeah you know, they well, both really well made movies yeah and i think that's that's kind of the problem mm-hmm. i have with it is you can like them both you can do whatever but it, i think we talked about the wonder years how they mm-hmm. did that you know initially yeah. with the white cast and then they did the wonder years with black cast i would have rather seen them do cuz it was the same producer same writers mm-hmm. everything do another show but call it something different like them <laughs> well, I, I, show what it's really like being a black family in the 1960s that yeah that, that would probably get there but mm-hmm. i'm just saying sometimes when you're copying people are looking up to expectations and don't look at the show in the same light as they would if it was a new show you know say from the producers and creators of the wonder years is a new coming of age story of the 60s of a, a black family in the sure. 60s you know mm-hmm. and don't just call it the wonder years yeah, you know because you don't have to redo it it already existed it's already yeah. done it's already over mm-hmm. make a new show that could be just as good or better
0: well, I think that really is Hollywood's hang up that we've already talked about this before is Hollywood please you know give us something new something original yeah but yeah they're so sort of stuck in this rut of following the same pattern same formula that's why there's a million and one Marvel Universe uh, movies out there um that's why they remake everything
1: that was successful before. Well, I mean, it, yeah. it's all about money, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. those Marvel movies before anybody even knows anything about them mm-hmm. have already grossed a billion dollars. Yeah, exactly. you know? I mean,
0: yeah,
1: it, it's a sure thing, and that's all that yeah. they're concerned with. Yeah, well, but I don't think you know, like we talk about the Wonder Years, I don't see that as a sure thing. In fact, I mm-hmm. see a lot of people like me that really like the Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. I, I went to watch it and I really didn't enjoy the show because I, I think I was in my mind equating it to The Wonder yeah. Years where it, it shouldn't have been. It should have been a show on its own. Okay. Uh, does The Wonder Years
0: take still take place in the 1960s?
1: Yes, it starts okay. in about 68.
0: Here's here's where I think the problem is then. I think the problem is, is when The Wonder Years came out starring Fred Savage, yeah. you had adults who were in their... 30s who had been the same age as kevin arnold the main character in the 1960s yeah so what they should have done is redone the wonder years as a black kid growing up in the 1980s or the 1990s and that way it would have resonated with the adults of today instead of the geriatrics of the day because yeah i mean mean, those people
1: yeah i think i'm far and few between the people like me that really look forward to period pieces and things like that you know most people you know my age don't long for the 60s and the culture and the music like i do and you know i don't know i mean
0: but when you when you were a young man in the 80s and 90s when the wonder years was well i guess more of the 80s right
1: it came out yeah. late 80s yeah, yeah.
0: late 80s uh that was a time when you what they were surrounded by people that they looked back on the 60s as the golden years yeah
1: and right? and keep in mind you know kevin arnold mm-hmm. aka fred savage yeah he was the same age as me exactly you know and so even though it was a you know 20 years previous to me growing up mm-hmm. uh, we'll get into that later cuz you know I grew up in the 60s as well yeah but it it you know it just kind of fit with me cuz it had everything i wanted you know it mm-hmm. had you know the young coming of age story it had but it had all the 60s things and the everything going on and the struggle to young young man adulthood or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it you know so it it just sat with me nice you know i and i i watched the new wonder years and it was an okay show but i think inside my mind i was comparing it to the wonder years mm-hmm. you know and i i just really think they should have done it a little differently but you know maybe it's been popular and i don't know okay I, I, who knows did you ever catch it
0: uh not religiously but yeah i've, I've
1: seen it. A... the new one no not the new one i never did okay the yeah the new one and it was okay you know mm-hmm. it's just I kind of thought it was almost a copy mm-hmm. like it had to be because they were carrying the same name, but just done in a different perspective. And I, I think that was the wrong way to do it, you know, yeah. make a show about that mm-hmm. and call it something different and let it stand on its own, you know, sure. but yeah. instead let's call it, um,
0: let's see, life goes on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> good call, Tyler. <laughs> or Family Matters. <laughs> yeah, what, no, Family Matters would be perfect. That's a good yeah. name for a show. Mm-hmm. And can I tell you something? I have never seen one full episode of Family Matters.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I watched uh, Family Matters mostly because, uh, let's see, it was it was a, a pretty decent um, what juxtaposition from Full House, um, where. Full House was about a white family, a non-traditional white family because it was a single dad and I guess we're just to, led to him for that the mother had passed away. So he was a widower. Um, that, you know, um, I'm guessing that the two uncles were not necessarily his brothers but maybe mom's brothers.
1: I I can't help you any here. I yeah, know. I just hated yeah. Steve Urkel.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know,
1: that's what we need
0: more of is we need to we need to re- resurrect Steve Urkel.
1: Yeah, I'd have to disagree with you there. See, I I I can watch some comedies and stuff, but when it's just plain stupid, yeah, and that's all that
0: Steve Urkel was. Yeah,
1: and that that's kind of how I gathered it as the few times I watched it, you know. Well, he, um, he he was a nerd,
0: but he wasn't a smart nerd. Yeah, I mean nerds are supposed to be nerdy because. They're super smart, right? Like Sheldon. Exactly. From the Big Bang Theory. Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Classic nerd, right? Yeah. No, I mean, knows quantum physics and can do calculus in his head. But Steve Urkel, he can't do calculus. He, You know, there's nothing really special about him. He wears no. glasses and uh, suspenders and pulls his pants way up around his boobs. He was a dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't, like, super intelligent or anything. He was just...
1: A dweeb. Yeah. I That's didn't, a good word. I didn't really, you know, like I said, I didn't watch a full episode, but I caught partial episodes here and there. And every time I watched it, I just thought, this is really stupid. Mm-hmm. I, what were some of your favorite shows growing up, TV shows?
0: Oh, let's see. I would, my favorite would have been MacGyver. Yeah. I guess that was my very favorite. Yeah, it was my favorite because uh, it, watching every episode, you saw things that, man, it just made sense that that could probably work.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, the the fact that he was lucky enough to make it work every single time was yeah, a little... exactly. First try every time, right? But then again, if he didn't, it wouldn't have went on very long,
0: would it mm-hmm. now? Exactly. Yeah, and it was Henry, a good show.
1: Henry Winkler's a genius of a director. Yes, he is. A genius of an actor as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there's a lot of shows that I, I watched growing up. Some of the older ones, like I've always loved Andy Griffith. Mm-hmm. I've always loved, um, I even liked the Brady Bunch. I liked Happy mm-hmm. Days, but um, I paid a lot of attention. I watched Silver Spoons quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Cosby Show, mm-hmm. which is funny. You don't see it on reruns anymore. I wonder why. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that was
0: that was pretty entertaining Television, I thought.
1: Yeah, but I think the main the the main uh, mm-hmm. member of that cast. Yeah, I think he's uh, oh, the guy that done time. Yeah, I think he's made a bad name for himself, and yeah. I don't think they really want to show any of his. One not con- just Puddin' Pops. things. Hey, hey, hey. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I liked Scooby Doo too. Scooby Doo and the Flintstones were probably mm. the only two cartoons, even though you know okay. I don't like cartoons very well. I did like those two. What about the Smurfs. I, I did get into the Smurfs a little bit when I was younger, mm-hmm. Saturday mornings.
0: About right. He-Man and the Masters. of Yeah,
1: the- real young. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, MacGyver mm-hmm. was always one of my favorite. I liked the A-Team. I liked Knight Rider. I liked Chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, All chips the, was fun. Yeah. And it's funny when you go back and watch those because they're so – every one of them is mm-hmm. so silly now. Oh, Even yeah. MacGyver, especially the first couple seasons. hmm the later seasons are okay, but yeah, once he becomes MacGyver, but it seems like
0: it takes him about two seasons to figure that character out.
1: Have you seen the new MacGyver?
0: No, I haven't seen that. It's of
1: the it's new a let, it's a letdown to me as well. And yeah. I, I think you know I think these shows sure are would be, I think these shows are good shows. But when you when you take a show that was such a huge success, mm-hmm. yeah, and just rename a show and. It's just the way weird the way they do it. They have a younger kid yeah. in it, and all of a sudden he's MacGyver in today's day and age, and it just so doesn't make any they, sense.
0: What tried to meld Doogie Howser, MD, with MacGyver?
1: <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. If they would have taken Richard Dean Anderson and put him in there, and mm-hmm. he was in charge of the Phoenix Foundation, and yeah,
0: have him have him be uh, uh what was the name of uh, Pete, Thornton. P- yeah, Pete Thornton? Yeah, Pete Thornton. Yeah, have him play the part of Pete Thornton.
1: Yeah. Play that part and have his son or his yeah. protege or something yeah. in it, you know, and and call it something different. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but make it a spin-off, not yeah. not a copy that's different, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, I know it's only television, but we've already seen MacGyver. Right. Yeah, we exactly. know this other guy is not MacGyver. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't make sense. And it almost seems it's funny when I say the new show's corny because mm-hmm. it's not that the old one wasn't. Yeah, but it's context and it's the time frame we were watching watching it in and everything and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's come up with a new idea. Don't just rehash the old mm-hmm. ones because I can't think of any time they've rehashed these old ideas and that's worked out and well. And they work out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they may be mildly popular but mm-hmm. it, are we just out of writers? I mean, out of ideas? Maybe. Because these you see nowadays well, the well, new well, hit well, shows, yeah. The shows that are huge hits now are mm-hmm. new and different. Yeah, you know what?
0: What we're out of is a willingness to take a risk, and Hollywood's just not willing to put any money into it unless it's guaranteed to return more.
1: Well, I I get their point for rehashing these old ones because mm-hmm. when they first do come on, it does mm-hmm. interest me. Yeah, I'm like, God, yeah, I want to see MacGyver again, or of course. you know, I want to see. The Wonder Years again, but every I time... I want to see Little House on the Prairie again. I I want to see a, a dead sexy
0: Charles Ingalls.
1: Well, you got the dead part right.
0: No, yeah, but I mean, who, who would be the modern equivalent of Michael Landon?
1: Did you know Michael Landon's daughter is in Yellowstone? Do you watch Yellowstone? Yeah. Who's she? I think her name's Tweeter. She's the girl that oh. has the colored hair. Oh, okay. That's Michael Landon's daughter. That. Now Yellowstone, do you watch that? I haven't watched it religiously. I saw a good portion of the first season. It's it's a really good show. Yeah. It's a different premise, mm-hmm. you know. And to me, things like that are, are really good. You yeah. know, like I really loved the show Dexter when it was mm-hmm. on Showtime, and it went yeah. off the air for like eight years, and they did a rehash of yeah. one season. And my wife and I were both really excited to see it, and it was because mm-hmm. kind of, of course down. they botched it. Yeah, just. It was done. Mm -hmm. You know, it it didn't make any sense. If they would have done a spin-off with a little bit different plot to it and things, it might have been good. But they were just trying to rehash something that's already been done. And even though the formula worked really well, it doesn't work when you redo it. Very rarely does it work when you redo it. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Something for a a
0: particular place and time in history.
1: Yeah, so hopefully they don't redo Mr. Ed. Or Car Fifty Four, where That'd are you? Be interesting, a,
0: a, a talking horse. You know, i th- I think they could pull off a Mister Ed. Do you? I think if they, CGI, if you, I think if they did it properly, I think they, I think you could make Mister uh, a a remake of Mister Ed that would capture uh, the new generation.
1: But do you think shows like Mr. Ed, like Green Acres, I don't know if you ever watched yeah, Green Acres. Uh, I mean,
0: when we get back into TV land sort of stuff, like Car 54, <laughs> Where Are You, yeah. and Green Acres, and you know some of these, the Beverly Hillbillies, well, let's see, they remade the Beverly Hillbillies as a movie yeah. uh, with Jim Varney as uh, uh, the, um, Jed Clampett. Jed Clampett, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, the poor Mountaineer. Uh,
0: it, it did all right.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of a di- when you when you take an old series, you know, they did that with Bewitched too. They made that into a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and that's
0: what they were doing for a while is they were taking yeah. old TV shows and turning them into movies. And I didn't
1: mind that. Like I, I didn't mm-hmm. mind the Beverly Hillbillies. I didn't yeah. mind Bewitched. Mm-hmm. You know, they they've redone the Flintstones into a few movies. They did yeah. one with uh, John, a couple of uh, yeah, them, John Goodman, John Goodman, mm-hmm. and, and they, they weren't, weren't bad. Managed. You know, because mm-hmm. they're not. To me, it's a different it's different yeah. you know i don't know i'm just mm-hmm. always you, you know it, it's always there and it makes you reminisce in it and it mm-hmm. makes you want to see it but once you do you're always kind of disappointed but yeah. when i go one of my favorite shows of all time the incredible hulk mm-hmm. when it was on tv with um, yeah bill bixby bill bixby him, yeah Loved that show mm-hmm. it was probably my favorite show before macgyver it's a little yeah. earlier and it come back on the air five or six years ago when I started watching it. And I wish I had enough. Yeah. Because it kind of kicked my, it my k- old. kicks
0: in the nuts, doesn't it? Yeah. It yeah. Kinda,
1: <laughs> all my old memories were like, shit, I was a dipshit.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> it,
1: why do I like this? But I, but I think it's because when you look at technology and the things that go into it and stuff at the time, they were cutting edge. And now they're so far behind. And Yeah. You know, it's just. It's better to hang on uh, to the thought of it than to see it again.
0: Yeah, you see Lou Ferrigno painted in green
1: (laughs) instead of the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just, but then again, you know, you see the new Mm Hulks, you know, in these movies and it's all CGI stuff. And it's he's, you know, the Incredible Hulk on TV was a man that kind of went into a beefy monster of a man, but now the the new Hulks, an actual. 30 foot monster or yeah, whatever you exactly. want to call he him swells you know, up so. huge. Yeah, so it's just a whole different thing, you know. Before he mm-hmm. was breaking down doors and maybe pushing a car over, now he can knock buildings over. Yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. but I guess as a society that's where we have to go is far extremes to make things mm-hmm. impressive, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well,
0: I think it's about time we go to our our first, uh, well, maybe our one break of the day. I don't know. Now we're going we're to do a couple commercials here. and then
1: I think we're doing two commercials tonight.
0: Yep. We'll see you
1: back here. We've got to pay that. the bills, Tyler. That's right.
0: Somebody's got to pay the bills.
1: See you in a minute. If you haven't heard
0: about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download this free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: And welcome back. Hope you enjoyed uh, that commercial.
0: It's so refreshing to take a break for a moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, we actually took what? 10 minute break and nobody even noticed it was like instantaneous because of tyler's excellent editing skills yeah i'm a i'm a genius which brings us to our new segment which is not so new now we've done it for three or four weeks in a row but get to know your co-host yep
0: and uh this week i'm gonna ask justin the question the question i have for you justin as a child what what was your favorite christmas present you ever got
1: wow serious yeah I'm going to have to think about this one. I, I was a bad child. Yeah. I liked trying Was there to,
0: a particular lump of coal that you
1: preferred <laughs> yeah. over the
0: others that you collected over the years?
1: Well, a lot of things I wasn't very surprised with because I spent a lot of my days when I was younger trying to find out where Santa Claus had all the presents in. <laughs> I didn't like surprises. Was, yeah.
0: You my, know. my brother was that kind of kid, too. He always uh, was on the hunt for where the hiding place. And
1: I don't know why, because isn't that the fun of Christmas is the surprise. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the
0: time, I think I was about four years old when my brother engaged me in the hunt. (laughs) But, uh, I don't know. I guess as a four year old, it kind of confused me more than anything. like, well, so the toys are just sitting there until Santa comes down the chimney and then brings them upstairs and puts them under the tree.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seems like a cult. Yeah, or a religion.
0: Yeah, you uh, just gotta believe. There was a lot. There was, a lot, there was gotta a believe. Lot of similarities between my family growing up and a cult. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and a religion. Yeah. Well, to to address and answer your question, um, sitting here thinking about it, I don't remember a whole lot of Christmas presents I received, mm-hmm. but I do remember. Probably what was my favorite, and it was Optimus Prime Transformer. Yeah, uh, that would be a big one. <laughs> I was ten years old, mm-hmm. and I remember getting that. And it, you know, we at the time, you know, my father worked, but my mom, she didn't work; mm-hmm. she stayed home, took care of us. So we weren't, we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. You know, we weren't rich, mm-hmm. uh, not even close to rich, but we weren't. Uh, it was the eighties. Yeah, it was the eighties. We we weren't poor either but yeah. we didn't get a lot I, I remember I got I got an Atari mm-hmm. about the time everybody else got their Nintendos yeah. so let's let's put it that way mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so but yeah I remember that Optimus Prime uh, more specifically than anything and that that's kind of my childhood mm-hmm. uh, when I was 15 which I don't know if you want to consider that childhood sure. I got a little cd player okay it, well it was a like a little home stereo thing It had a cd mm-hmm. player you know a radio double cassette deck and two speakers on it yeah and at the time you know that was pretty cool because i didn't have a cd player in fact it was really strange i was so excited because i didn't even have any cds but yeah. I remember thinking something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking that was pretty cool because as you know and as I've mentioned many times on this podcast, I mean mm-hmm. music is kind of my whole life. So, yeah. and it was then too. Mm-hmm. Always has been as as far back as I can remember. So, I would I would say probably Optimus Prime as a young child and probably mm-hmm. my my stereo system I got when I was it was either 14 or 15. I think mm-hmm. I was 14 actually. Okay. Almost 15. So what, what about you? Do you recall anything that I think probably the, the one that had the most
0: impact on me or the favorite, the one that I valued the most got the biggest kick out of, I got this, uh, plush, uh, Grinch who stole Christmas doll back in, I think I was about three or four at the time. I mean, I was way young and, uh, that's all I wanted for Christmas that year. I was, I was had a huge fasc, fascination with The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Loved the book, loved the movie, loved everything about it. And so I got this this uh, plush doll of the Grinch dressed in a Santa uh, suit. And I think I loved that one more than any other Christmas present I got. Um, I did get a Teddy Ruxpin. Probably one or two years after that, and I really enjoyed the Teddy spin, But then it, I, then again, I didn't really have uh, a bunch of books and tapes for the Teddy Ruxpin. I only had the the first one.
1: I never had one of those, and it's funny, you know, because I'm sitting here thinking, and I, honest God, cannot remember many presents. Uh-huh. I I don't know what it is. I I just don't remember too many things. Yeah. Um, especially back when I was three or four, I wouldn't, I don't
0: remember what I got back then. It was something that, I mean, like I said, that one was kind of, my wife was, has always been looking for my red rider BB gun and what she can get for me. And this is why I ruin Christmas and ruin surprises so much is because she keeps chasing for that red rider BB gun that, it's gonna mean the world to me, but I don't think anything means as much to me as that Grinch did. When whatever I was four years Whatever old. happened to that Grinch. Uh, it went the way of all my childhood toys.
1: So I'm sure it would have been valuable nowadays. Well and that's why. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean with Transformers and G.I. Joe's, I liked you know, I liked melting them. Yeah. And putting G.I. Joe arms on Transformers and try you know, <laughs> doing different things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. When I got a little older, we experimented with G.I. Joes and Transformers and Firecrackers and M80s mm-hmm. to see how well they would handle that. Yeah. Which they didn't mm-hmm. very well. And I think that's why a lot of those toys are worth so much now is because most people, you know, now it's a collector's thing. You right? uh,
0: had the makings of a young Joseph Mengele, didn't you? <laughs> it was somewhat of that. <laughs> But We can okay, do some experiments to see the effects of an M-80 on the body of a G.I. Joe.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I remember we had an M-80, and we strapped like six G.I. Joes to it with elastics. <laughs> and it, it pretty much toasted all of them,
0: well, sure, funny enough. Um,
1: yeah. You know, but I think that's why, you know, those toys are worth so much. Now, now you go down the toy aisle in a Walmart or whatever, mm-hmm. and you see a lot of adults there looking at the yeah. Hot Wheels and mm-hmm. the the figurines and things. And now they yeah. become collectibles, you mm-hmm. know, whereas when we were children, they were toys. Yeah. You know, and, and I played with them as toys and mm-hmm. had fun with them, you know, in fact, another thing I can remember, um, not really hot wheels, they might've been hot wheels brand or whatever, but they were jets, like mm-hmm. little left 16. Yeah. I had a mm-hmm. few of those and those, I had more fun. I'd fly them yeah. all around the yard mm-hmm. and land them on shit and, you know, get in fake, Wars yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff, and I I remember I had good times with those. Oh, yeah, yeah, I I had a lot of fun with those. But mm-hmm. you know, as I got older, I just decided shit needed to blow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's what <laughs> happened. So yeah. Well, do you think it's time we get into tonight's segment? Are we really going to do this again? I think we're going gonna... to
0: we're going to have to do this again.
1: Well, in this, you know, we have had a lot of emails yeah. concerning uh, some happy, some. Not mm-hmm. so happy emails concerning yeah. our first episode. I don't remember what episode number it was. Oh, it's it's
0: it's been a while. It hasn't been a full year. We did it uh somewhere back in April, I think it was. Yeah. So it, this would have been in the twenties.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm looking right here. It was number twenty four. Number twenty four, yeah. And it's been, so far, one of our most popular episodes, mm-hmm. um, one of our most well-liked episodes, and yeah. one of our most well-hated episodes, depending <laughs> yeah. on whose side depending of this. Uh, yeah, where you stand on the issue. <laughs> and and we've, we've received emails from both, and so we thought we would uh, yeah. do another episode on oh, this. we're and,
0: such sheeple. And yeah,
1: <laughs> we want to clarify our position on this and see uh-huh. if we can dig ourselves a bigger hole or make you happier. It yeah, depends let's on if we
0: can, where you're at. Yeah. Dig and find, dig until we find the bottom
1: of this mud flood. And if that's we, what we're going to uh, revisit tonight is the tartaria. great Tartarian mud flood theory. Oh boy. You know,
0: <laughs> and I, I promise we're going to do more justice to it this time. Um, well, we, we've done a little bit more research into it. We've figured out a little bit more of what it actually is and was.
1: Well, Ty, I don't know what you came up with because we did our research on our own. Mm-hmm. But I did, you know, quite a bit more research in it. And I don't know if I'm going to do it any more justice. Can we? I, 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 I'll I, tell you this.
0: I'm going to be a little bit more specific about the facts of it and where Tartaria came from, where, what Tartaria means.
1: Well, Tartaria was essentially a name for unexplored, unexplored Asian yeah. regions.
0: Yeah, and it was it was specifically Asia, specifically the areas around Russia,
1: China, Mongolia, Mongolia, yeah. Russia.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. and even down towards like Afghanistan and the Kazakhstan. Yeah,
1: like you, you, you check yeah. out some old maps and mm-hmm. they'd refer to it as Tartar or yeah. The Tartarian area or whatever. There was multiple Mm -hmm. things. Which
0: just meant, hey, we don't really know much about this area. Yeah. And that's all it was. I mean, what they knew about the area is this is where Genghis Khan had come from. Yeah. And he was kind of a dick to the rest of the world. (laughs) He took over the rest of the world. So,
1: you know, yeah,
0: there was a reason for them to be fearful of those that came from Tartaria.
1: Well, and going into the theory, um, I did a little research on this and... You know the theory is not an old theory, the, no. the mud flood theory. In fact, it very. It, this is all surfaced from internet usage, yeah. primarily <laughs> YouTube. Yeah,
0: this goes, this dates as far back as two thousand sixteen. <laughs> it's really, I mean, it's really recent. Isn't well,
1: it? and and the thing I found said um, that the first mention of it on the internet was in December of eighteen. Okay. So I don't know. 16 or 18, you can take or leave it either way. Regardless, this is not ancient. Yeah. And <laughs> and one other thing I want to get in to before we go into this is you won't find a single archaeologist or geologist mm-hmm. that agrees with the mud flood theory. Yeah. Not a single one. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of crazy because, you know, if we look at, let's say, let's take climate change as mm-hmm. an example. Okay. Okay. Uh, you've got like 99 percentile of the world's scientists agreeing on it, but you mm-hmm. can find... Yeah, you'll find a scientist here and there. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't, right? not yeah. Uh, and and I guess that comes to pass with anything scientific. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, and we, we do find history rewritten from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very commonly believed that there was no horses on the American continent or in the Western Hemisphere until the Spanish showed up, the conquistadors, they brought horses here. And from there we get like wild mustangs and all the wild horses that roamed the, the Americas. Uh, but then recently they, they did, uh, find an archeological, an archeological finding of a horse skeleton from about 4,000 years ago.
1: Well, that's the funny thing about science. You know, when people say believe the science now science is proven fact mm-hmm. to a lot of points you yeah. know there are certain things that are proven fact in mm-hmm. science but a lot of times science is just simply what we know so far yeah. with the technology we possess and subject to adapt as we learn more exactly you know i was listening to a podcast the other day about the COVID vaccine and or, or not the COVID vaccine but the COVID situation
0: okay
1: and you know i think it was neil degrasse tyson that mm-hmm. said you know i agree with the way things were handled because at first we told people they had to wipe down surfaces. They had to do this and that, you know, and that's the best we knew. Yeah. And he says, as it went along, we changed, we gained knowledge. We said, okay, now you we probably don't have to clean down surfaces anymore. Keep your hands mm-hmm. washed and cleaned or whatever. You know, the yeah. whole point is a lot of people criticize him for mm-hmm. how things were played out. Yeah. But things were done to the best of the knowledge. I think it, they just should have at a certain point said... We have better information now, mm-hmm. and this is what we think is the best thing to do now. Yeah. And if if it mm-hmm. isn't in the future, we'll address that and changes accordingly. But but everybody looks at it as, like, why the hell did we do that? Why did we shut this down? Why did we do that? But it was the best of our knowledge at the time mm-hmm. to certain things. I mean, nobody knew what it was.
0: Well, that's the difference between smart people and stupid people. Stupid people want to be right all the time. You know, they want to be right... Going back a
1: hundred years. Well, this was Neil deGrasse on Chris Cuomo's podcast. And Mm -hmm. Chris Cuomo brought up a good point, too. Two very intelligent people. Well, and he brought up a good point in retaliation to that point, Neil deGrasse made. Was he said, you know what? This was politicians saying this. And politicians can't admit that they don't know anything. Everything. Mm -hmm. Because if they do, then it's a sign of weakness. And we don't want that in our politicians. That's right which I actually do. I would prefer politicians say this is what we need you to do right now because this is the best the science mm-hmm. is telling us at this point. Yeah, but that's not very comforting to the, No, it's to not. because you want yeah. yeah, to... yeah, the sheeple. Because the sheeple everyone <laughs> wants to hear everything's going to be okay. Uh-huh. This is the way you do it, right? Yeah. And if it changes, then people are screaming, why did yeah. that change? Mm-hmm. You know, but to get to get back into the mud flood theory, um, you know, like I said, it surfaced 2016, mm-hmm. 2018, whatever, purely on the internet. Yeah. Uh, it has pretty much grown strictly from YouTube videos. It really has. So th- this is not rooted in like some ancient
0: uh, maps that were on Earth. No. What we had is we, we had someone who's an idiot that came across an old map from Probably the sixteen or seventeen hundred. Now,
1: Tyler, mm-hmm. you, you called someone out as an idiot. I don't feel like reporting is going down a very neutral road. Okay, some person. Good job.
0: <laughs> some <laughs> Homo. All right, I'll call him a sapien. All right, I won't call him a Homo erectus, but I, fair enough. Some Homo sapien. <laughs> came across a map from about the 1600s or 1700s where the English cartographers, you know, wrote Tartaria over in the Russian region. Hmm. And that, like we said, that was just denoting that this is a a place that we haven't really been to. We don't really know much about
1: it. Yeah, it's unexplored. It's it's, it's kind of mapped, but it's... It's basically uninhabited. Yeah, exactly by humans.
0: And there's different regions about there because like there's certain things like you know there's a, a Chinese part of Tartaria. There's a Mongolian part of Tartaria. There's a Russian part of Tartaria. And so like all, they they kind of denoted each place according like okay well you know the people in this area speak Russian, people in this area speak uh, Chinese, and yeah, et cetera. Yeah. Uh So th- they're all like oh hey here's a map that says Tartaria. So there was an ancient civilization, and I'm going to rewrite history with all this, and it had to be these giants.
1: Well, that's the thing is they, they say, the theory as mm-hmm. it goes, is that the civilization was an advanced civilization mm-hmm. with free wireless energy yep. made up either primarily or partially of giants. Mm-hmm. Which, we get into that, that's why yeah. the buildings have such big doors and big windows. Yeah, that's
0: so why you have vaulted ceilings in your cathedrals,
1: so is because, hey, these people were super tall. They were. And yeah. So they say. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's made up out of, I mean, we're trying to do the factual evidence mm-hmm. here, but the theory sprung upon us, you know, just yep. a few years back. Mm-hmm. That that's what it was. There was this great ancient civilization that was far advanced to even what we are now. Yeah. With free free energy. And keep in Mm -hmm. mind, you know, as we go forward, the governments, today's governments are actually hiding this. Yeah. Because they don't want us to have the free energy. They don't want us to know about this ancient civilization. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know why, but they don't for some reason every yeah. government in the world is in on it by the way the, the details of this
0: i mean as illuminati ish as it as it comes across i mean the the details of this get quite elaborate when you get into the the nitty-gritties there's you know yeah. the star forts and um you know the the, the domes on different uh, why is it like the only th- words that's coming to my head is cathedral. It's not really a cathedral, but say like on the Capitol buildings, they all have these domes. Yeah.
1: And, and you know, that, that goes, like you said, the star forts, you know, yeah. it, you can do a quick okay. Google search and see some of these star forts that are yeah. still existent t- today. T- and, t- tell us about the star forts. Well, I don't know a ton about them, but I, I, I do, know more than me. Well, there's a ton of them in the world. There's even quite a few of them here in America. And they, they've, there's a couple of places they've made into communities that they put housing on them. And if you go online and look at some of these pictures, some of the aerial photos of them, they're, they're pretty cool looking, mm-hmm. you know, but they use these star forts in battles, essentially, you know, to a lot of them had moats mm-hmm. out around them, you know, they were protections to, yeah. to do battle with, you mm-hmm. know, they were used heavily, a lot of them were built in the war for the War of 1812. Mm-hmm. And the Spanish American War and things like that, you know, and, and but the theory behind the Tartarian is that these all exist because there's a lot of them that are star shaped. There's a lot of them that are specifically five point star shaped mm-hmm. all over the world. And they think that points to the fact that there was this greater civilization that built these all. The same with all the domed, uh, whatever buildings you want to call them, like yeah. the Capitol buildings, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the original Grand Central Station in New York, where it, yeah. Where they tore it down and uh, built Penn Station, yeah, yeah, where, Penn Station. Yeah. Sorry, where they tore it down and mm-hmm. built um, Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. the first Madison Square Garden. Yeah, you know, a lot. This was of, the government
0: trying to get rid of the evidence.
1: Yes, yet there's still evidence out there right now that the government hasn't gotten rid of. Yeah, but it, it's it's really interesting because they point to a lot of. lot of things and the youtube videos are really what get into this but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of these buildings that were built in the you know 18th 19th -hmm. century that you know became you know were ship buildings or whatever they may be you know they 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 gave into earthquakes they gave into fires they just eventually tore them down because Mm -hmm. someone else had bought the property and wanted to build something new or the building was in disrepair but all that is pointed back at the government trying to hide, mm-hmm. you know, this ancient civilization in these buildings. Yeah.
0: Now, it, I am really disappointed that they tore down H. H. Holmes' murder castle, but um, <laughs> I don't think that really had anything to do with the Tartarian mud flood. Uh, I, I just think that... Um, I, I, I know why they tore it down. They didn't want it to become this uh, sinister, um,
1: like... Uh, Mecca for the macabre, but yeah. Well, I, I'm getting way off topic. Well, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know how on topic we're going to be. But but really, the the conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. that believe in this theory, as we want to call it, and I want to call them conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not the right way to do it. No, that uh, they, these are people who
0: the people that that ascribe to a lot of conspiracy theories are people that pride themselves on being smarter than everybody else. They pride themselves on knowing more.
1: But they the but actual. they miss some of the, the obvious factual evidence as yeah. well. You know, I mean, the, the mud flood theory basically comes over that there was some cataclysmic event that happened, I mean, back in the early 1800s, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, that wiped out this civilization that had free wireless energy and was far advanced to us and had giants, Mm -hmm. you know, and it, depending on who you talk to, you know, there's different people that think there were giants. Some think there weren't. Some people think there was both. Yeah. And we, you know, our ancestors, the ones that remained living, but, you know, they point to a lot of the evidence of pictures of these old buildings when Mm -hmm. they're digging the mud out from around them. Yeah. Which, You know, if you know anything about geology or anything, which I don't Mm -hmm. keep in mind, but as time goes by and you have rainwater and runoff and things like that, you know, buildings vary a little bit. But Mm -hmm. also you have a lot of things that like happen, like in Seattle's a good example. They covered the old town. Mm hmm. To build it up higher so it couldn't flood yeah you know and that mm-hmm. was because of some fires and things and there, there's a lot of cities like that that have underground tours because they've built on top of the old city to level it yeah. out for whatever reason it mm-hmm. may be there's sure. a number of reasons but you know they point yeah. uh like rome is another one of those
0: cities jerusalem <clears throat> they keep digging mm-hmm. they keep ex- excavating jerusalem and finding more and more uh history Every time they, they dig down
1: through layers and layers of history. But if you go even out in your own backyard, you know, my, yeah. ho- my house was built about 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you go out back there and look around the curbing around my garden. Yeah. It's starting to grow up over the curbing. Sure. In 12 years. Now mm-hmm. you add 200 years on that, you know. Yeah. You know, that's but,
0: good. You're going to have like, uh, what, uh, mulch from your grass clippings? You're going to mm-hmm. have leaves that have, uh, decomposed and
1: become dirt at the same time yeah. you can also have erosion you know i yeah. mean it, the same goes but you know mm-hmm. the theory is as some cataclysmic event happened yeah the mud flooded the entire world mm-hmm. and this is where tyler and i we said it in our first episode about this where yeah. it just does not seem plausible yeah this is where it comes apart here we are in utah
0: Mm -hmm. Over 4,000 feet above sea level. Yep, with 10,000 foot tall mountains.
1: Yes. And you've got buildings at 4,000 feet, 4,200 feet, 4,800 feet. You've got buildings, you go further south, you've got them at 2,000 feet above sea level. You've got them Mm -hmm. at 1,000. We've got them at sea level. And everything in between. Mm -hmm. And somehow this mud that flooded this world, not just this country, this world. Yeah. It flooded everything. Exactly the same. A six foot deep layer of liquefied soil. Exactly. And if it was a temple up on a hill in mm-hmm. a valley, yep. it somehow flowed up that hill. And, yep. you know, our valley is a good example. We've mm-hmm. got a temple up on a pretty tall hill. Yep. And the rest of the valley is down low. But somehow that mud flood, mud flowed up that hill and buried the temple just as deep as it did the buildings down in the valley. It spread just as
0: smooth as good old fashioned Skippy
1: peanut butter. Exactly. Some son of a bitch with a big old <laughs> butter knife. Yeah. Spread this out. And. They were giants. They, well, they were giants. They had giant <laughs> butter knives. Mm-hmm. Now I feel we're at the point where we're kind of making fun of it now, but. I I am. <laughs> I don't know if we could help to get to this point. I'm sorry. I, I will
0: rein it in listener. I've, I will I, I will try to take this seriously.
1: Well, Jerry from Ohio is going to okay. be really disappointed in us because he was disappointed in our first episode that we didn't give it oh, any... Uh, Jerry from Ohio, remember that email. <laughs> yeah, well, and he didn't feel like we'd give it a shot. Well, I've been yeah. on and read the theories. Now, here, here's the problem with a lot mm. of people who believe the theories. They range from A to Z. Yeah. Of how it happened, why it mm-hmm. happened... How to explain it, you know? Yeah, I mean, we can have detailed. You can have detailed pictures of a building being built, mm-hmm. detailed plans and everything, dated and all that. And all they can do is point that that is a government cover up. The government's covered up every building built, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, you know, and. It it just blows me away. I mean, we've got buildings here that we've got a lot. You know, it becomes a joke with my wife and I because now every time I see a building with, uh, you know, kind you of too, the, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, you see the you know the windows, uh, peeking out, you mm-hmm. know, basement yeah, from windows. The basement
0: windows. Who would put windows in a basement and then bury half of them?
1: Yeah, that's that's what I don't get. I think what they don't understand is it used to be window wells and things mm-hmm. like that. You know, that's how you and lit if, a basement. Yeah. We didn't always have electricity, and even when we did, it wasn't very efficient. Yeah, you know, you put a shitty little light bulb down in there; it didn't light it very well. Mm-hmm. You, not not only did it have big big windows help light the basement, mm-hmm. it helped heat the basement. Yeah, during the summer months and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a number of reasons. Yeah, you know, but and as time goes by, you know, there's a number of things that happened. The erosion happened. You know, they mm-hmm. filled it back in to level them out so water wouldn't run. Into the buildings and True. things like that. I mean, there's a number of things, but yeah. you know, I know in
0: my own backyard, we had a a, a little bit of a sinkhole. Uh, what it was, was an old root cellar that used to be out in the backyard. Yeah. And uh, at some point they hauled in some dirt and leveled out the backyard, but they just got covered over that. So we had this open cavern that we kind of
1: happened upon one day. <laughs> Well, and I'm sure along your foundation, with mm-hmm. your house being older, I'm sure yeah. the dirt mm-hmm. has grown up the sides oh, of the foundation. Certainly. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens over yeah. years, you know. I, I mean, the, the thing about the mud flood, the mm-hmm. Tartarian mud flood theory, is no one can provide any kind of physical evidence. Now, the,
0: the best they have, we've got photographs of old cities with dirt streets, and, you know, it's muddy because the streets aren't paved and the streets are also deserted. So essentially what we have is we have some buildings that are have dotted the land that when people first got here, they felt really out of place and they seemed really awkward uh, to be in this place with the uh, rustic old wagons and horses and carriages. But... Uh, I think we're going to, have to, we're going to have to keep going, aren't we?
1: Yeah, we're going to have to have another segment here. Yeah, evening, so. we,
0: we couldn't do it in two. We'll be back after another commercial. Hey, listener, this is Ty from About What Podcast. If you've been listening to us, you know that Justin is a huge car enthusiast. Maybe you yourself are a huge car enthusiast. Maybe you've just purchased yourself a brand new Trans Am that you want to get all fixed up. Or maybe you've got yourself an old Chevelle, uh, maybe an old Chevy pickup that needs to restoration. Whatever it is that you've got, why don't you head over to joltparts.com. That's Justin's website. See what uh, parts he's got for your restoration, modification, customization. He's into all kinds of stuff. And if you are a listener to this podcast, and I'm assuming you are if you're hearing this, um, you get an offer of 10% off any purchase of $100 or more at checkout. Just use the promo code about what. That's all one, uh, lowercase letters, about what. And Justin will give you 10% off your first order of uh, parts from joltparts.com. So turn your clunker into a classic and uh, fix up your brand new Trans Am. Um, GM, uh, Pontiac, Mopar, Chrysler, uh, whatever it is you got, go take a look.
1: Okay, welcome back, Tartarian Mud Flood lovers.
0: All right, well, we'll, we'll try to get uh, this wrapped up in this last segment here, because <laughs> um, yeah, the the whole thing with the Tartarian Mud Flood is they got like pictures from. The old time, they're like, Well, how come there's no people on the streets? Well, you know, not everybody in the city was out there walking the streets all the time, and you know,
1: not every bustling city was always a bustling city. The thing I, you know, I really want to know is my grandmother was excellent at keeping her genealogy, it goes back mm-hmm. to the you know, late eight, 1700s, yeah. mm-hmm. late 18th century. Yeah, um, how come none of these people? Ever, I mean, were they all put under a spell and nobody was supposed to speak of it? Or did it Mm -hmm. only happen in certain regions? Because, you know, I have seen videos in our own towns here, Mm -hmm. Logan, Smithfield, Salt Lake City, Mm -hmm. of people going around showing evidence of the Tartarian mud flood. Yeah. And, you know, these are buildings that we have documented evidence Mm -hmm. and photographs sometimes we even have video of these buildings being built well (laughs) for example the temple around here yeah here in our valley Mm -hmm. we have a picture of the hill before the temple was there yeah exactly we We have
0: pictures of the temple being constructed exactly
1: yet that is one of the buildings they say was, oh, yeah, the, you know, was pre-existed. That's one of, on the tallest hill in the valley for the yeah. most part. It's not up on the mountainside, but it's kind of mm-hmm. in the middle of the valley on a hill in a way. Yeah,
0: constructed of these huge boulders, how could how could humans, as we are?
1: Create a structure out of huge boulders. They like had that. to be giants, right? Exactly, and that's what, about, <laughs> that's what they say about this technology. That's what they say about like the pyramids and that—that that they were See, all constructed technology. by giants. Yeah, but what happened to the giants?
0: Well, that's just it. supposedly this catastrophic event. Happened, and maybe it was Halley's comet came too close to the Earth and caused huge tides in the magma that caused a, a huge tidal weight of, of mud to just cover the face of the land, and that wiped out all of the giants of or the oh, Tartarians.
1: So, so these giant, we, it was only deep enough to cover our windows by six feet, mm-hmm. but all the giants are missing and gone. Yeah,
0: makes sense. Killed all the giants. Well, maybe it caused uh, like a huge um, eruption of uh, toxic gas from the bowels of the earth.
1: You know, there is a new uh, series on Netflix I told you to watch. I think it's Ancient Civilizations. (laughs) Uh, Did you catch that? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did. It does show evidence, you know, because this is one thing in science that keeps expanding is we mm-hmm. think the human is only X amount of years old. But as time keeps going by, and we keep making discoveries. We find out that, you know, man was probably here longer than we thought. And actually, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say had technology, but knew a lot about the stars, knew a lot about building. Because we're unearthing buildings. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking, you know... An advanced civilization building with free energy. I'm talking building, you know, Mm -hmm. old buildings that people built to worship the stars and things like that, that we're Mm -hmm. finding from years ago. You know, you look at all the tunnels that were in Turkey and there was a certain ice age Mm -hmm. that, they believe basically wiped out the greater population of the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was either an asteroid strike or a huge volcano or something that mm-hmm. helped melt this ice age yeah. and you know come back. And those kind of things can be scientifically proven. Yeah. The problem with the mud flood theory is it's a theory it's kind of like QAnon in in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It was made up online. In my opinion, completely yeah. made up online. There isn't a single expert in the world that agrees with anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, and you've got, you don't even have the people to believe in this conspiracy theory grouping together and believing it in the same manner. No. That there's multiple ideas of how or what or why yeah. it happened, where it happened, you know, whether it was one, one event or thousands of smaller events, no one can point to anything. Mm-hmm. And it, and like I said, there's no archaeologist, there's no geologist that will even take yeah. the time of the day with it. So no. it's it's really hard not to find it laughable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it seems to be gaining a lot of traction.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what it comes down to is people like to feel special, and they like to feel special by knowing something that nobody else knows. So, you know, conspiracy theories. Uh, there are some that I would lend some credence to. There, the Tartarian mud flood. There's just too much written history, too much recorded history, too much um, documents. Well, to, to say that. This is feasible. And
1: the fact this didn't come from anyone other than people trolling the internet in two, a few years it, Yeah, back.
0: a few years ago, in 2018.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's the thing is, the thing you find is, I'm, I'm the same way. There, there are certain mm-hmm. things that I can maybe buy into some kind of cover-up or a conspiracy and all. Sure example jfk assassination something like that something that you know you can you can think however you want Mm -hmm. i'm not one of those full-on conspiracy theorists that think that president lyndon johnson ordered his death Mm -hmm. or murder but i do believe there's probably a lot of things we don't know and Mm -hmm. at this point i don't think we ever will know Mm -hmm. um so it is what it is I'm, i'm sure there's things but there's a difference between a complete conspiracy and things we don't know. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. going to be the case with everything, right? Exactly. But it does seem funny that people that believe in flat earth, that believe in the Tartarian mud flood, that believe that every conspiracy theorists Mm -hmm. believe in every conspiracy theory.
0: Yeah. That's the way I see
1: it. It seems to be.
0: Yeah. And it, it seems to be that there is a spook behind every tree.
1: Exactly. There's no logical, you know, I, I did research the Tartarian mud flood theory Mm -hmm. up and down multiple websites, multiple talking points. You know, I Mm -hmm. looked at videos, looked at both sides of it and I'm, I'm sorry, but I find, find it to be Mm -hmm. not only not plausible in any form, but it's laughable. I'm not going to say that it's the dumbest
0: conspiracy theory out there, but I want to.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know because there's so that's many. That's the
0: best I can do. Terry from Ohio.
1: Jerry. Jerry. Terry. Yeah. Jerry. who? Cares? Yeah. Angry little man. <laughs> but you know, the, the problem is, is, that that, that's what it is, is people that believe in conspiracy theories that have that cultist attitude, Mm -hmm. they believe in conspiracy theories. yeah. And so they're not going to research something and find all the evidence and say, okay, I believe that now Mm -hmm. they're going to research it, find the evidence and say, no, there's more to that. And this is what it is. You know, and then they pull that, Mm -hmm. they pull those thoughts and theories out of their ass, yeah. which, you know have a little science behind you have, have a little evidence behind you have a little history behind you. Don't just come up with something online, make YouTube videos, you know, yeah. and make it popular. And maybe that's where we're wrong. We're wrong. Maybe we should be on this boat. Yeah. Maybe but, we'd be making million dollars a year if we were just blowing out conspiracies yeah. out of our ass. And cause there's apparently plenty of people. Yeah. That will jump on these.
0: Oh yeah. And there is a, there's a joke. I, I let me see if I can remember it correctly, but the the joke goes something like this: the conspiracy theorist, uh, you know, goes to his doctor, and uh, you know, let's just say that it's about the COVID thing, right? He's like, yeah. "Well, you know, doctor, uh, let's talk the COVID vaccine. It's really a way just to get um, microchips embedded to control the human mind." Isn't it? And the doctor says, "No, there's no microchips anywhere in the ingredients." Yeah, you know, this is not some sort of mind control thing this is just a way to prevent people from getting sick oh well you're just in on it too you know eventually <laughs> yeah. the conspiracy theorist catches covid and dies and gets to the pearly gates of heaven and god's there and he says so you know it was the it was the, you know what couldn't have been covid that killed me i must have had a pneumonia or something and God says, "No, it was COVID, and you know you could have had the vaccine. The vaccine would have done." The conspiracy theory is like, "This goes higher than I expected." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, I've heard that same joke mm-hmm. with uh, something different. Yeah, you exactly. know, but, but that's kind of the whole thing, right? Is it, that there's there's
1: nothing that's going to convince these people. Well, don't you think that 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 with the technology age and. Um, social media and everything that's completely exploded in recent years it's an it's insane we have so
0: much information at our fingertips yeah we're so much stupider because there's a flood out there of misinformation and bad information and fake news and all this and i mean it it, deep fakes and everything so how do you know what to
1: even believe
0: when you have all that information available
1: yeah, it used to be we had Wal- Walter Cronkite telling us what was happening. Yeah, and... we need Walter Cronkite to tell us, <laughs> but but only Walter Cronkite. Yeah, you know, the problem is, is we we may have a Walter Cronkite out there right now, but how do you know who he is? Exactly. You, who who are you gonna pick and choose to listen is, to? Is it Chris Cuomo? I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, how do how do you know? I like listening. Is it Donald Trump?
0: No, it's <laughs> no, not. No, it's Trump.
1: not Donald Trump. I we know, know that it's not that. Donald Trump, <laughs> and. He's in some serious shit, by the He's way. seen the latest thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: His big announcement. He's sending out trading cards of himself.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, whatever you want to say about Trump, Yeah. and I have a lot to say and not much to say at the same time, but mm-hmm. he was successful. I think mm-hmm. this goes back to what you were talking about last week. Yeah. Is he played to the part or played to the point that mm-hmm. more than half of our population are idiots. And I'm not saying everybody that Mm -hmm. voted for him is an idiot. No, not everybody that voted for him. No, because there's just many idiots that voted for the other guy. Right. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to pick a side on that because you know, my feelings, I, I dislike Donald Trump to having him back. And that was before he was president. And really
0: both of them belong in a home. I, I think that our current president belongs in a home where they, you know, feed you and uh change your diapers and Donald Trump belongs in a sort of home with padded walls. That's exactly what I was yeah. gonna say. Padded yeah.
1: walls and a special mm-hmm. jacket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you, <laughs> but neither of them belong in the White House. No. Which by <laughs> the way was there for hundreds yeah. of years the, before. The, yeah,
0: that's the other thing is the White House was part of this conspiracy, <laughs> yes. the Tartarian mud flood, because that's been buried
1: six yeah. feet. You know, but yeah. anyways, what I was saying about Donald is he done an excellent job of getting half the country to vote for him. True. I mean, and you look at our options when it was Donald and Hillary and, and Donald mm-hmm. and um, Biden, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. I I find it hard. Why don't we have a guy like Neil deGrasse Tyson running for president? Yeah. I mean, somebody that's
0: actually charismatic and uh, intelligent.
1: And maybe has has the ability to look at all sides of things and 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 then make a decision. Have a thought yeah. a thoughtful introspective into ideas mm-hmm. and and things like that instead of, yeah. you know, I mean, that gets back down to our problem with the whole world is that we're well, especially our country mm-hmm. is that we're split in camp A and camp B, yeah, and you've got a small camp C of people that i I consider myself in. Mm-hmm. that really don't make a difference anymore because although I think there's a, enough used- of us to do something, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think this is the conspiracy theory I believe yeah. in. Mm-hmm. I think there's too big of money put into politics mm-hmm. for anything to rise back up at this point.
0: Oh, absolutely. It, the, and it, <clears throat> I'll tell you the proof behind that is uh, you look at who runs the, the electoral debates. It's the Democratic and Republican National Convention. So the two-party system put itself into power.
1: Do you think there is a person in this country that is popular enough, famous enough, that could go in and run as, you know, as Chris Cuomo puts it, a free agent? Not an independent, not a Democrat, not a Republican, just run as an American. Mm-hmm. And say, you know what? I believe in abortion or what, or I don't, right? I believe in family family values or this or that. You know, have have ideas from both sides and be like a free thinking individual without money, without corporations involved. Is there anyone that could pull it off? Matthew it, McConaughey. Yeah, I don't think that'd happen. Nope. Because he he's definitely a I would say he's a progressive right mm-hmm. type of guy. You know, he's from Texas and but you're gonna get half the country that see him as you're gonna get half the people that see him always oh, from Texas. He's just a, mm-hmm. you know, a Republican bullshit, this and that. And you're gonna get the other half the country say, Oh, he's just a dumbass actor yeah. that's the, you know progressive yeah. and da 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 da. And I, I don't think that's on the flip side, maybe John Stewart.
0: John Stewart has always been an advocate for the vets, for the 9 9-1, the 911 first responders.
1: but I, I don't think he's popular enough.
0: He's popular with uh, left-leaning people, but that he's not central enough. He's not yeah. I, and I think that's our problem, and so we're so polarized in this. Well, yeah, country. because
1: with the left, you have to have that needle buried to the left. Yeah. With the right, you have to have that needle not only buried but dug down into the yeah. ground 400 feet to the right, mm-hmm. and and that's the problem, you know. And I, I, you know, they had talked about the rock running, but that's a good one. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't even know his politics. So yeah. I, so how do you know? I don't know. And maybe <laughs> yeah. that's maybe that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. Maybe we ought to get rid of the Electoral College and say, okay, this can be popular vote, but there's gonna be no parties and no money involved. No yeah. money. And mm-hmm. now I don't know how you do that. I'm not smart enough to know how, how you get the word out to people without money. Unless right, but, you can only mm-hmm. do small donations. You know, yeah. you can say they can only be individual donations. Mm-hmm. Can't be corporate donations, can't be donations totaling that, any higher than a hundred
0: dollars. That's something that would do wonders for our country is if we would stop referring to corporations as human beings exactly. with full rights
1: and powers. I I just don't know who who that one American hero could be that that everyone would see as someone somewhat in the middle and somewhat somewhat level-headed thinking and that's why I guess well,
0: it's, it's not Kyle Rittenhouse
1: <laughs> no that's why I guess someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson mm-hmm. is you know or maybe like a mm-hmm. maybe because of his voice of Morgan Freeman yeah I think Morgan
0: Freeman well he's getting up there too though
1: yeah and and I don't Gee,
0: and that's a that's the problem is I don't see I, I think we need somebody who's in their 30s to 40s you know we need another Jack Kennedy type
1: I, I would say forties to fifties.
0: Okay. I'm on board with that. You
1: know, so we're not you you're old enough that you do have some of life experience, yeah. you know, and you've done mm-hmm. this and that. But who could that be? Can you think of a I can't think of a single person. A celebrity that that is also say been in business but mm-hmm. also level headed and Katy Perry. No, not no. I hate Katy Perry. Dishing out. Yeah, I... She's done really good. Yeah, but I don't think she's going to be popular. See, I think when we pick people out of the... I'm not maybe, saying... maybe it's Taylor Swift. For yeah. as much crap as we've given her
0: for the last few weeks, she might be just what this country needs.
1: Could I nominate Paul McCartney? You know he's he's older than biden i think i think he is no i think he's a couple years younger
0: and he's uh british citizen yeah
1: but he did invade in 63 so so i i'm bored with you I'm, i'm i'm okay with that should we just have king the king take over
0: you know, that's a, that's a, an idea that we've floated around before, too, is, you know, can we just go back to the monarch? Yeah,
1: yeah we're sorry.
0: We want to go knock on Buckingham Palace's gate and yeah. say, um, can we yeah, come so back so again?
1: We made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're sorry about killing all your men in the little red coats. Yep. <laughs> uh, will you take us back? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we need leadership. <laughs> that probably wouldn't be a bad idea, but I, mm-hmm. I've sat there and racked my brain on it, is who... Who would be the one person that, you know, and I... This is going to be looked back
0: on as such a strange period of history, because we had Boris Johnson over in England yeah, as Prime Minister, and he had weird crap going on with his hair. He he was also far-right-leaning. And, you know, then we had over on this side of the pond the President Trump with his crazy hair... (laughs) you know just as far right leaning yeah you know it's kind of, it it seems weird but like um it seems like this is a, a period of time where everybody's trying to imitate the popular so now uh, like we've heard of like in brazil they have their own version of president trump right that's uh trying to take over the country yeah um So now it's a a Brazil Trump. This kind of sounds similar to what happened in the 2000s when Simon Cowell uh, started up with American Idol. And, you know, so then all of a sudden when people did competitions, everybody wanted to be that Simon Cowell judge. The one that was just brutally honest and would tear you apart in front of everybody and let you know how bad you suck. Um because that was a cool thing to do. I mean, that's what born
1: uh, Gordon Ramsay exactly. What What about Tom Hanks? Uh, and not only Tom Hanks, he would have to be in Forrest Gump character the whole time he was president. Oh, I'm on board with that. <laughs> I'm not a smart man, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I do know what love is. Oh, I would. I would pay money to hear Forrest Gump give the, um, the State of the Union <laughs> address
1: to Congress. <laughs> I mean, you know, as, as joking as it was and everything, mm-hmm. heartbeat, I'd take him over everything we've had in the as last years. As a matter of years. fact, I mean, look at the way the movie
0: turned out, okay? He did great. <laughs> he did fine. You know, he was a decent person throughout that whole movie. If, if you haven't seen it, Shame on you! And if you haven't listened to our episode about reviewing Forrest Gump, shame on you twice. But uh, yeah, this is a—it's a great show, and uh, that's exactly the kind of leadership we need.
1: I got a funny question. You know, we have the ability to clone people. Okay. You know, it's funny. I've noticed with my kids, my two boys. You mm-hmm. know, people seem to grow up the way they're made to grow up, in a lot of ways. I mean, not saying I'm sure parents and and surroundings have a huge influence on you, but you can have two kids that were mm-hmm. raised exactly the same by the same parents in the same house, the same everything, and those kids couldn't be any further, you know, from different. Yeah, uh, especially your boys. So, so my point is, if you were to clone a human being, let's say you were to clone John F. Kennedy, okay, and raise him in a Let's say a Eastern Catholic family, similar, you know, well-to-do like his was, would he end up the same? Good question. Um, possibly. I mean, how much of it's in the genes?
0: That that's the that's the ultimate debate, and that's what the problem, Justin. Is when it comes down to these things, we really don't have a good objective study. There's no way to make an objective study because what are you going to do? You can take, take twin identical twins. Raise one of them with the their birth parents, and then well, the but other even, one. Like, even even
1: identical twins yeah. can grow up with completely different personalities exactly. and everything. And you know that that's the thing is I've been racking my brain of uh, you know going back to the question I asked is who could we run for president? And mm-hmm. I think the only person I could really think of that I'd vote for is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, and and the reason I say that is because he looks you know listening to him talk he's like we're all fighting about all this stupid stuff but we're not worried about a meteor hitting us you know oh yeah we're it's like that movie don't look up <laughs> yeah we're worried about tiktok videos but mm-hmm. you know we're not worried about you know saving our planet's future in any manner yeah. and you know maybe someone based in science
0: yeah and
1: i'm not saying someone that believes in science i'm saying someone deeply rooted in science and I feel like he's the kind of guy that likes to be factual mm-hmm. you know and and I listen to his politics I think he's a little more left-leaning but it's hard to say I, I think maybe maybe I just say that because the left seems to be the party that believes in science a little more seems to be it's too much sometimes yeah. um you know where the right's not enough most mm-hmm. of the time i it, they, there's yeah. equal bad mm-hmm. on both sides. Yeah, And that's the way I see it as. And I struggle with that every time because I believe in our democracy. I believe in everything we built, but our system's broken all the hell. Mm-hmm. And and the biggest problem is money right now. And we need money out of it, but we need somehow to get those you know, people out there and their word out there. Mm-hmm. How, how did they do it? How did they do it before TV?
0: Uh, Unions. Unions. Uh, I mean, that that's kind of a, another interesting point that we're at with current events is that we recently had our most pro-union president ever side with management <laughs> and yes. uh, decide that, no, uh, you guys don't deserve to have seven sick days a year, which, I mean, originally they were going for nine. So, I mean, clearly the negotiation is in process they've gotten from nine days down to seven and they've, and management still saying no.
1: Well, and that, that's what I can say is absolutely despicable about our country is, you know, as far as family leave and everything, Mm -hmm. we we're so far behind the times of what other countries are doing, you know, and it's just like education and everything. We're falling so behind on everything. Mm -hmm. We used to be the country that invented and created everything. Uh huh. Everything industry was here. Now all we are is great importers. Well,
0: then socialism became a dirty word.
1: Well, I you know, and that's not such a simple thing, right? Socialism. There's things about socialism that probably should be called dirty. Sure. And there's a lot of things about socialism. The mm-hmm. the number yeah. one, we already rely on them. We need yeah. and things that are good. And but that's exact antithesis of what our problem is yeah is we can't look at something and say these parts of this are good and these parts of it aren't very good and these parts are probably up for discussion we ought to look at them Mm -hmm. no we just say socialism it's either bad or good right and that's that's what side we side with yeah
0: and that is kind of like abortion
1: yeah it's every goddamn subject
0: we everything that yeah i mean because there's certain babies that Ought that uh, where abortion ought to be the solution say you have an infant that dies in uh, in utero well then the mother needs an abortion well but it, they can't do that now because well abortion's illegal
1: yeah in my my theory on abortion is mm-hmm. I'm I'm for abortion I don't I think we don't go far near far <laughs> enough well no I mean we should go up to at least 35 years. Yeah,
0: I mean, by then, we know who's an asshole. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we don't need, give give the baby a chance. <laughs> One, you know, once it proves that it's not worth
1: being alive, we kill it. <laughs> exactly. And we can do that up till 35 years old. Exactly. No, but I, I honestly, you know, I mean, that's a deep discussion, but I mean, you mm-hmm. know, the whole thing, yeah. my body, my choice, I mm-hmm. believe in that 100%. Sure. And... I I don't know if there should be a restriction put on that. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a woman's body. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know yeah. what else to say. Well, once again, I mean this is just
0: something that I think that we I think that when it comes to the discussion about things like this and you know this can, this also ties back to the Tartarian mud flood theory is we need to keep Talking about this. We need to keep the conversation going in order to come to a conclusion. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be every abortion's illegal versus every, exactly. every baby but, should but be. But that's aborted. how
1: yeah. every subject is. Yeah. Every it's subject extremes, right? fa- every yeah. subject falls in that this is a democratic idea mm-hmm. or this is a Republican idea. Yeah. And no matter the merits or if there's any nuance to the idea or mm-hmm. not you're going to like it or dislike it or agree with it or disagree with it based on yeah. whose side it falls on, and that's mm-hmm. what's wrong. Now, in the case of the Tartarian theory, mm-hmm. every single one of them should be aborted. Probably. And then we won't have to worry about it anymore. Because
0: really, the only motivation that I can see for somebody believing, into the, or believing in the Tartarian mud flood theory is that they are stupid and want to feel
1: special. Either that or they're really smart. Mm-hmm. And they're putting out their YouTube videos and blowing this theory out their ass and making a ton of money on it as they laugh at the, the bank.
0: Exactly. So, all those poor, unfortunate people giving their money to these guys.
1: Sometimes I wonder if that was Donald Trump's whole plan all along. Could you know, be. if he's a dumbass or if he's a dumbass genius. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. But one thing's for sure it worked. Yeah. But that's our show for tonight. Mm hmm. And, uh, this is
0: as much justice as you're going to get for the Tartarian mudflux. We're theory. done
1: because you yeah. guys are wrong. It's <laughs> stupid. It doesn't exist. Everyone agrees. We, we tried. We really tried. Throw some okay. scientific evidence our way and maybe yeah. we'll revisit it. But until that happens. Yeah. You're going to have to
0: throw more at us than just like a couple of pictures, right? Exactly. So send your hate mail to about what at gmail.com and I'll, I'll, I'll take the venom. Catch math. us
1: on. Instagram about what pod about what and them. we'll be back next week for another eventful happy holiday evening of speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good night.